Tonight, authorities want people to stay off Lake Simcoe as the ice has become unstable. Residents have vented their fury at a meeting discussing the closure of a bank branch in Mount Albert. And Highway 427's new extension is on the way. Sun and Cloud, Pearson 5, North 5. This update is brought to you by Frank Atola on 148.ca. Words from Capital Punishment. Frank on last words on 148.ca slash Frank. And full of Pong in Batam, Indonesia. Now here's a fo- bunch of folks who have never been to Batam, Indonesia. Here's Ray, Rod... And Mike with North American Harness Update on SRN1. The starter has called the field to the gate. There are some places where the police will just not let you go. This field is in motion and approaching the start. But Tom is one of them. And they're off. And it's a battle into the first turn for control. The battle continues by the half and approaching the far turn. Stride for stride past the three-quarter pole and approaching the top of the stretch. And as they hit the top of the stretch, it's mission brief. Foiled again, Muscle Hill, Captain Treacherous and Vegas Vacation. Lucky Jim, a rock and roll dance, be a magician. Sebastian K approaches the line. Guccio is coming late, and as they hit the wire, it's too close to call. Now here's North American Harness Update on SRN1. Some crimes go detected, others go unpunished. And these are their stories. Bum bum. Welcome everybody to another edition of North American Harness Update. I am unfortunately Ray Catolo, joined by Mike Prebozy and Rod Allums Jr. Yet again, it doesn't change. I don't know if you're I don't know if one of these weeks you guys are expecting me to come on and go, it's North American Harness Update, we're here. Uh, I'm Gary Oldman, joined by Arsenio Hall and uh, uh Craig Ferguson, who's relevant anymore? Like, <laughs> who's that? Is he have a rap album out or something? Maybe. Is he, is he? Is he the bongo player for Earth, Wind, and Fire? Google him. Why would I, Rod? I have a show to do. I can't just be out willy nilly dillying all over the internet. I don't. Then I'll lose focus of what I'm talking about. What was I talking about? I don't know. I look at London, though. London being uh, the Western Fair District, not the great old city in England, because, unfortunately, we can't do the show from there. I don't know why. You guys want to go to London? <laughs> want to go to England? Why, why do you want to go to England? What do you have against England? Oh. Oh, oh, all right. I mean... You read one Sherlock Holmes novel, and then all, then all of a sudden it's like, dang, London's pretty cool. Minus all the stabbings and unde- and crimes that go, you know, undetected. But I'm looking at London, London and Ontario, which I mean is like England, except they, <laughs> except well, there's a hist- many historical reasons why it's not. Uh, and race six yeah. is unofficial, which means. Race 7 is coming up, and Race 7 
is the start of their late pick four. That's one thing we're going to be covering tonight on the show, and this, of course, will be covering live. Aside from live racing, we will also have insight into racing tomorrow night from Woodbine in the Meadowlands. We'll be talking about the early pick four at Woodbine for Saturday and the late pick four at the Meadowlands for Saturday. Uh, But I don't know about um, your neck of the woods, guys, but it has been blistering around here like pustules left and right i don't mean pustules i mean the wind is blistering but like you you, you caught the subtle wordplay I'm, I'm glad you did and you know I, any, at any point because in where the studio is right now the wind is howling and i mean it's not even a full moon which is even more worrisome but at the same time uh, we could be knocked off the air at any moment so if that is the case First off, we're going to think the government is trying to suppress us and our right to free speech just because it's more entertaining to think that way. And the other thing is that, I mean, we could just be knocked off at any time and that could that just could happen. So with that being said, let's roll into this London pick four. race number seven goes off in 10 minutes, scratch down to a field of five. This is a non-winners of what is it again? Not winners of twelve thousand their lifetime. Uh, not winners. Yeah. Okay, my memory serves me well enough to introduce this first leg. It, however, does not serve me well to send it off to the guy with the glasses. Who he's he's a doctor. He's he's a father. I can't remember his name. Um, Jay Sigboli. I'm close, right? No. Oh. No. Uh, but the I remember what the voice sounds like. So you, uh, first leg of this London pick four. What do you, what do you see here? Because the four it was the heavy favor, and he scratched out. So how do you go about going around him? Uh, I'm gonna use the two inside horses, uh, the one striking Nikki who gets post relief, and uh, you know should be better served from that inside spot. You're not gonna get any sort of price in the race. But, um, you know, purely on the post switch. And then the two, Celestial Lady. This horse has braking issues, but broke last time and still rallied to be third, only beaten four lengths. Uh, does have a lifetime win. Not really a, a stellar bunch here. A lot of them have been struggling. So I'm going to try the inside, too. One, two. Now, Rodney, uh, you are not trying the outside, two, but you're trying the inside one and the outside one. Yeah, I'm going to go 1-6 here. Uh, the one, you know, just because of the post switch, uh, I'm not a big fan of this horse. Uh, I was originally on the two a little bit more, but I don't think this horse is, is uh, you know, with George Ketchel's driving, I'm not sure he's going to win the post advantage here. Uh, should get away close and, and be close throughout. And, you know, isn't one to – to go off stride and then the six the same type of thing uh this one can leave uh with the five hole now definite player doesn't get home very well but uh you know this is the four start back off the layoff and i do think this horse if he leaves and gets soft fractions or you know even if uh he ducks and sits and waits and they go a little bit up front because there is a little bit of speed here um this really could play out for in this horse's favor. So I'm going to go one six. I have a hard time getting home too, but that's after a wild night at college. Am I right boys? Oh 
damn, we're off to a flying start. All the kids out there, I, I hear them screaming. They're like, yeah, bro. Uber. Yeah, Lyft. Apps are cool. Why am I like this? I'm too deep. I, the one we all touched on, uh, and the one makes sense, striking Nike. Uh, just also by the fact that he draws, she draws the inside. And also, don't think I did not hear that, Rod. I hear everything as the <laughs> as the omniscient power that I am. Uh, the, the one just, it's purely a post thing, because in a race that has very little speed, chances are the horse on the rail is going to somehow be positioned towards the front, and in races also, where no one has any kind of late pace, the front's kind of the place to be. Uh, so striking Nike has an advantage to that sense. The other horse I throw on is the five Barbie doll, who makes it her first start after a qualifier, and then had two breaks, which forced her to qualify last down that qualifier is not necessarily terrible if she can blast off the gate the same way she did in that race i suspect that she might be a bit of a factor at a maybe a decent price I'm, i haven't looked at the board yet and the board says no that's twitter i'm not i'm looking for the board the board says i'd be kind of right she's nine to two what do i know i guess but uh i mean it's purely just if she's ready to go off the bench she could be a factor because that qualifier kind of shows some decent form. So I'm 1-5 in the opening leg. Second leg is the second leg that comes after the first. It's also race number eight. It's a 7,000 filly and mare claiming pace, $4,700 purse. Now, Mike, of all of us, you're the only one that did not single Moon Lake. Why? Well, you know, the horse does go to a new barn. It's sharp. And, you know, has won two very easily, but, uh, you know, who knows what could happen here. You know, this horse doesn't get the setup it usually gets. Um, you know, I'm trying to make the ticket pay a little bit. So I'm going to use two others. The one, Batam Jenny, gets, uh, you know, Byron back again. Uh, you know, I thought raced pretty well last time against Lady Richmond. Really, that horse won back again tonight. This horse really had no chance in there and, and came up to be second. Uh, you know, Inside draw tonight has to beat the favorite, but, uh, you know, I think a puncher's chance from the rail. And then the seven, uh, can art. You know, this horse draws outside, but it's Patrick Shepard, who is as hot as anybody. Uh, you know, this horse first up last time got tired. I would expect another blast from the rail, considering the two doesn't really ever leave the gate very well. Uh, should get a spot early. And who knows, maybe can get the jump. So one, two, seven. I mean, I'd say Patrick Shepard's average looking at best. Like a six. Uh, but Rod, for you, you do single Moon Lake. And why is that? She's been claimed four out of the last five weeks, just going between two different barns. Uh, stays in the Colter barn this week. Five-time winner out of seven starts this year. No reason not to like with the move inside last week at the seven-hole. I thought last week was the, the week that she could possibly get beat at really short odds, and she just went right by everybody and made it look easy. So, you know, this is really the same type of group. I'm not going to go against her at, you know, she's probably going to be one to five or one to nine here. So uh, that's kind of the way I saw it. In the cult terror barn, you make them sound like a French missionary. They're French, French Canadian. It's Coulter, Coulter. How do you know? Yes, Robespierre. You, you personally know them? Robespierre, bring up my uh, administrator, Francis Coltaire. Worst. 
French accent I've ever heard. Well, the whole point of it is that it's not authentic because, let's be honest, the French Revolution never happened. I also single Moon Lake, and it's mostly because the race has zero form, and Rod touched on the fact that Moon Lake, in most circumstances, has overcome the kind of obstacles that we felt like she'd have to, that would actually hinder her in her last few starts, and she did so very eloquently eloquently refers to verbiage very elegantly and so with an inside draw now it doesn't really matter if she's up closer than she usually is if she likes to fly off the pace because she's just in better form than most of these horses and in a race where I can't really find any other price that's going to be worth the value to take to go against Moon Lake, it makes more sense for me to just key this horse and go deeper in some other legs that seem like they're going to pay. That's foreshadowing, ladies and gentlemen. So I singled Moon Lake in the second leg, which brings us to the third leg. Third leg, race number nine. Coincidentally, three is the square root of nine, but that means nothing in terms of what we're talking about. And Mike, for you in this race, the $15,000 condition claiming trot, you're three deep. And who are those three? Uh, three deep. The one, Dave Port Rosita. Last two have been poor. Uh, broke two back. Last time had the seven hole. Prior to that was rallying into these kind of, you know, horses. Has five lifetime wins. The rail. I'm going to use that one. The three, who's your muscle? This horse broke last time. Also, uh, lost to striking Volo, two back, who is way better than these. Um, you know, but this horse is one for 29. Extremely difficult to trust. Uh, you know, but again, something that, you know, they're, they're all kind of tough to get a hold of in here. And then the five, Future King, um, beat a numbers of 12,000 last five in the slop, kind of snuck away there, had a nine-length lead at the top of the stretch, came home in 34-3. and three. Um, you know, I, <laughs> the, the horse is in form. Uh, you know, another one that, you know, I could see sneaking away a little bit, depending on who decides they're going to stay flat tonight. So, one, three, five. Rod, I, I'm currently dumbfounded by 34-3. and three. Rod, though, uh, you're also three deep here. Talk about it. Yeah, I'm going three, five, and six here in the third leg. Uh, the three makes sense. It's been good on the half. Uh, you know, occasionally does make a break, but I, I do think this horse is quick enough to win the race. Just needs to stay flat. And it's probably going to take a lot of money here. Uh, the five, Future King. I like this one. One out of the seven hole last time. Goes inside a little bit. Keeps Rob Shepard on. And, uh, you know, even even with the slow quarter last time, uh, that track was very tiring. So I kind of give a little bit of leeway there. But the six is the interesting horse. Doesn't win very much, if at all. But uh, this is one that uh, Peter Hamilton's sticking to driving. And he's been doing pretty well with this horse. Uh, that was a really good race last time. Uh, I think the horse is coming in really good form right now. And if, if – uh, things set up for him i think he could upset this field so three five six all right so i we all agree with the three who's your muscle because the horse is so obvious on paper we all see the same thing there's nothing much more to add to that however the one horse i do throw on 
for a bit of a price looking also to make sure we got okay we got a little bit of time left before this last like uh the one jay port rosita is the other horse i use and i'm looking purely at the fact that this mare has had outside draws and has been racing decently at this level two starts back broke from the rail tossed that race was also bet down to three to one that's an interesting thing to note goes off for two weeks comes back from the seven hole and just kind of chases horses around the track over that sloppy going i'm seeing a bounce here potentially with the improved draw and also just the the fact that she has some form racing at this level all she has to do is i mean not all she has to do but she has the potential to round back into form and do so at a decent price so i'm one three in the third leg and final leg of this sequence is race number 10 let's try and run through this one quickly quick we let's run through this one quick we so my horse is going post with you and mike you you take five of them yeah i'm gonna use the inside four and then the six. Uh, do I like best of the three PL Kaleidoscope, who raced very well last time I thought, uh, ended up being third, but you know, it deserved a little better in there, ten to one morning line. And then the six, Larjon Legacy, uh, this horse came out of the same race, ended up second, was wide pretty much the whole way. I like those two best, but we'll use some others. So one, two, three, four, and six. Rod, you got Rod, you got some cojones. You got some. Cajonis, you got gumption, you got gumbo, you single coffees ready from the inside. And that, that why? I just think the horse is too good. Uh, really good qualifier on the half. Comes from Yonkers, you know, a few starts back. Did make a break and, and they moved the horse up to Canada in the last start at Yonkers. Uh, but was a really good qualifier on a crappy day at Flamborough. Went over to Woodbine, was just okay against much, much tougher. And uh, with the rail, I think he's going to be firing this filly out of there. It's Jay Harris. He's been firing everything to the front lately. And, uh, you know, th this just looks like a soft spot to me. So I'm going to take a chance and, and key this horse. I don't really have much time because we have a minute 20 to post, so I'm just going to list off the... F I'm five deep here in this race as well. I go one, two, four, six, and nine. The six and nine, of course, are kind of price plays. The two and the four are a bit more obvious looking at the morning line. So here's my ticket for 20 cents with a minute to post. I'm one, five with two with one, three with one, two, four, six, nine. That's $4 for 20 cents. Mike, your ticket. One two with one two seven with one three five with one two three four six. It's eighteen. And Rod. One six with two with three five six with one. At six bucks for a buck. Or one dollar and twenty cents for twenty cents. All of these yeah, tickets. Always doing that. All of these tickets, of course, are on our Twitter page at NA Harness Update and on Facebook, North American Harness Update. 30 seconds to go here for the opening leg. Looking at the board, Celestial Ladies, 6 to 5. I feel like that's a bit of an underlay, but this is also a very weak field, so I'm not sure where you guys stand on that. Uh, I'm just hoping to get through this race, to be honest. <clears throat> I have no clue. Well, 10 seconds now to go. I just feel like Celestial Ladies going to run again. you have a again. short ticket like that, would you try to play like a 5 or a $10 one? Me? Uh, oh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy that I'll play for a couple bucks, but I'm never too keen on when it, it looks real chalky like this to go out on a limb and play it for a bunch of money just because 
you know, even even if I hit it, there's not a lot of reward coming back. So, uh, I don't know, even if it pays $50 for a dollar, if you have it 10 times, I mean, that's not horrible. Well, how much does that cost? What are you investing into that? Well, he would have to play $60 if he played it for 10. Okay. So 60 to get 500. What's the what are the Roughly. odds on that? I mean, things break certain ways, but I'm always I'm always horrible with odds when it comes to that or that quick math. It sounds like 60 for 500, that's like what? Um, is that below 2 to 1? I don't I don't know. No. My what? It's almost 10. No, that wouldn't be 10 to 1. You're you're getting 10 times. Yeah. But that's not It's oh man. Call the race. Don't tell me what to do, Dad. He's already trying to run behind the gate, so... 3-2 to two on Celestial Lady. 3-2 to two on Showboat Sealster. And then there's some others in line approaching the start off and trotting Celestial Lady. Ran behind the gate. Showboat Sealster grabs the lead. Blink, she's gone away. Second into the turn, striking Nike. To the inside of Barbie Doll, who's holding third as they move on to the opening quarter. Showboat Sealster off stride, inheriting the top blink. She's gone. Barbie Doll moves up to take second, striking Nike. Lets her in from third, catching the field fourth. Celestial Lady about four and a half lengths off the lead. Off stride again goes the favorite Celestial Lady. Also catching the field, Showboat Sealster up to fourth. And now she's about four and a half lengths off the leader. Blink, she's gone. Circling the far turn first time, approaching that opening quarter in front of Barbie Doll by two lengths. Striking Nike stalks them from third, fourth, then Showboat Sealster. And back on stride in the back of the pack, Celestial Lady turning into the stands first time. It's Blink She's Gone in control over Barbie Doll sitting stagnant in second. Third then now locked to the inside, striking Nike as Showboat Sealster moves overland. Flushed out then Barbie Doll and off Stride once more and back on gate Celestial Lady past the half and circling the clubhouse turn Barbie Doll now goes off stride so it's Blink She's Gone leading into the backstretch striking Nike chases in second three lengths away to the inside of Showboat Sealster chasing in third it's a gap then of about five lengths to Celestial Lady and Barbie Doll towards the back of the pack to three quarters left alone on the lead Blink She's Gone rolling closer Showboat Sealster into the inside, striking Nike around the final turn. Blink, she's gone, the one to catch. The lead is two and a half. Showboat Sealster off stride. So striking Nike's in second and the closest threat turning for home in front. Blink, she's gone, still by two, trying to hold that lead into the eighth pole. Striking Nike edges off the rail but is chasing in second. Third then comes Celestial Lady as the line approaches. Blink, she's gone, coast to coast. Striking Nike, second, Celestial Lady third. <clears throat> when in doubt, the longest shot on the board wins when everyone else can't. Ten to one. really stayed flat. I don't know how. I don't know what he was doing with the one, but whatever. <clears throat> the one didn't have that enough horse. That horse for 43 for a reason, obviously. That, I mean, the horse, yeah, the horse just didn't have enough of a late kick. Blink, she's gone. Did have the speed, though. And just held on. Yeah, this one came home in thirty-six and four last time. Huge. Yeah. But what a! I just I don't I don't even. What an exact. The two longest shots. Saw. The two longest shots go one two. I don't know yeah, why I Celestial Lady. What we just saw there. Why was Celestial? Why we, we spent our time on that. 
Celestial Lady being the favorite in that situation, though, to me was entirely absurd. With how much she's been breaking. The whole race is absurd. Two horses finish the race. And on that note, uh, that now we can watch this inquiry for a half an hour because the six broke four times in the race. Yeah, that 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 was an entertaining race to watch for the amount of breaks. Three, one, two, five. The well, we had we there. had a ticket submission. Uh, uh, it lost as well, so yeah. not a good. Uh, that's not a good race for anybody. No, really not. Yeah, give that person the dignity of not being named. It's a good idea. Uh, blink. She's gone. Ten to one. Eight to one. Blink. Your money's gone too. If you're betting that crap. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, and that was the equi- that was the equestro feature too. For those of you who don't know what the equestro is, uh, all of the when a horse turns fourteen years old, that's the last year they can race. So after that, they have to find jobs for these horses. And because coal jobs are not necessarily coming back to Canada, a lot of these horses go on to be uh, a critically acclaimed chefs. That's right. At the equestro, it's it's a mix of equine and bistro, and they they make all of the they make all the foods. They make uh. Oh crap! This is this is where my quick wit is tested and my late night writing skills. Is, uh, what that that sounded like um, the telegraph that came in when the Titanic hit the iceberg. Um, so what what do they cook at the Equestro? They cook um, Taco Bell. Uh, uh, oh yes, let us let us go, Denise, to a five star hey, dining establishment. Me. Let us go. That's Burger King. Let us go to a five five star dining establishment. What recommendations do you have? Taco Bell. Well, then, all right. Let Let's get the the late Taco Bell, uh, s'il vous plaît. Taco Bell's like second leading restaurant now. I think it, it passed up Burger King. Well, how, how is Burger how is Burger King on that list? Every time I walk into a Burger King, I feel like I have to give a eulogy at the at the freaking register. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's it is such a dead place, Burger King. I've been into a bur- how much Burger King are you eating? That's because you're lethargic when you leave there. Yeah. Oh, it, it totally wipes out your entire insulin store. No. <laughs> they're, at, they're at the conference. All right, guys, we need a slogan for Burger King. Uh, have it your way. Okay, that's good. Uh, any other ideas? You're lethargic when you leave there. Oh, it just rolls off the tongue. All right, so can we, make, can we get a jingle? Can we get a jingle? Burger King, ba da da da. You're lethargic when you leave there. Da 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 da. Now you see that's that's a little bit for for lethargy. That sounds a little too peppy. Okay. You know that sounds a lot better. That sounds very more fitting to the brand. That sounds like graduation. <laughs> that was not pomp and circumstance, unless you're talking about graduating from life to death. Then yes, it is kind of graduation. I have no idea what you're doing right now. 
My point is that I've been the only times I've ever been inside of a burger. Okay, so there's a basketball game going on outside Rod's house. Uh, the point I'm the point the point I'm trying to make it moving tracks. I I I wouldn't trust Amtrak in these wind conditions. But the point I'm making is that this inquiry is still going. Multiple judges' inquiries. They have more than oh, one. Actually, they have one. Thirty-seven frames to look at. They have more they than. They might get done by midnight. They have more than one judge on staff. The multiple judges' inquiries, right now. <clears throat> but the point I'm making is Judge Reinhold one of them. The point I'm making. What happened to him? The point Maybe the three I'm went making, inside thirty-five pylons too. You never know. I mean, I could only hope that my pick four is alive. <clears throat> All of our pick fours would be alive then. But my point here is that the only times I've ever been inside of a Burger King is when I need Wi-Fi. And those times were, oh, God, when was I in ninth grade? That would have been four years ago. Five minutes ago. So 2014 and last year when I needed to edit news for Standard Bread Canada and I wasn't home. Those were the two times I've ever been inside of a Burger King. And both times I was the only person in there. And so, of course, then, like, all the staff are going, what's the outside world like? Is there oxygen? What about water? What's the water look like? And then I just, I'm, like, kind of frightened. I go, blue? And they go, oh, it's blue. Oh, I miss blue. Which is kind of strange considering that, you know, blue is the color of Burger King. But let's be honest, the color inside of Burger King is gray. Ugh. So the lesson here is that we are never going to be sponsored by Burger King. <laughs> or the flip side to that is Burger King. I will take back everything I said if you pay us a lot of money. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am on the air confessing to my desire to sell out. That's right, Rod. Give me a sound effect. I'm ready to sell out, baby. I want the money. Rod, where's this sound effect? You got I cue you. I didn't hear it. So then it uh, then I then I don't feel affirmed that the bit is working. Like like you got help me to help you, Rod. Help me to help you. Help me to help you. Help me to help you. That's Scrubs if for those of you who don't know, which was a great show on NBC back in the day. Back in the day being what, 2007? Wow. That was 11 years ago. Wow. No violations declared in this inquiry. After watching that race. Oh, I thought you were going to... I thought because I insulted Burger King so heavily. But let's be honest. They used, they used horse meat, so of course they're going to they're gonna get it from us. They're going to get it from us. You get, you get $45 for that exact at 10 to 1 over 8 to 1. 45 American dollars. And on that note, this will be the last episode of North American Harness Update. We are leaving the sport. <laughs> we are going to cover tennis from now on. That's right, no. ladies. <laughs> this is the sh this is the show where I admit my unrequited love for the tennisial arts. That's not is that the proper verbiage? Is that the proper conjugation? No. I don't know why I'm asking you guys. I don't think you've ever written a book. I should go ask my father, who said every week. <laughs> Every week before I go on the air, my dad says, you know, I'm going to come on the show and I'm going to say things. And I say to him, do it. And it's been, 
So what's he going to say? It's been three years now. <laughs> he's he was been... on a couple times. No. I think he brought like something. Uh, I think he brought me coffee once because, you know, he, he's a very compassionate father when he's not verbally abusing me. But I mean, it's 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 an it's a it's an endearing thing. When when you got a, when you got relatives from Brooklyn, you got to learn that insults come from a place of love. And right. yeah, mm-hmm. and you you two clearly having relatives from Brooklyn understand what I'm saying. No. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. But I will say, uh, I have no idea where this conversation went because you got so far off track. That I completely lost what we were even doing. Besides we waiting from talk about a Burger King to Frank Catolo. Yeah, I'm su- I'm surprised you got lost after the five minute dis- dissemination dis dis uh disassembling of Burger King, where I kept using the word Burger King. Right. Yeah, but I started with. A way better place. What, Taco Bell? Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a moment. That's good. That was that's, a, that's good right there. That was a moment, ladies and gentlemen, where if you were not watching the video, you could not fully sense the amount of shame that I was feeling. Mike was talking Mike was talking about how he felt violated I feel defeated which I mean I kind of am my pick four is dead I'm not a trombone I'm a little teapot I'm not a trombone I feel like the, the sound effects have added more funny than we've had in months yeah because it shuts Ray up for a second I, I, I mean, all you're doing is giving me great fodder for when I go to therapy this week. So I mean, just, I just say keep it coming. Yeah, I I gotta give I gotta have a reason to be paying my therapist because otherwise I'm just I'm going there to have a friend. Why would I pay to have friends? That's that's a, that's just like, that's just because you have to. No, 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 no. Let's let's talk about London Race Eight. Moon Lake is even money right now, which that's a big price for her. Uh, all that I'm thinking about is uh, the line from the Killers song "Dustland Fairy Tale," but instead of Moon Lake, it's Moon River. What'd you do to me? I don't believe you. Saw Cinderella in a party dress, but she was looking for a nightgown. At this point, I could go through the the rest of the lyrics of that song. Cause it's a, it's a nice little it's a nice little ballad off of their 2008 album Day and Age, which North American indie music update will be coming whenever I admit that I'm a tool. And looking at this race at London to get back to North American harness update, six to five on Moon Lake, three to one on Bedham Jim Bedham Jenny, seven to two on Made of Silver, and nine to two on. Dex the Land. Dex the Land is the second choice on the morning line here. And I feel like the class drop does not matter. Because this horse is dropping from the 15,000 condition claimers to the 7,000. And, I mean... This horse was at Woodbine. Okay. That's what they're betting. Or that's what the morning line is. 
So? Well, I'm just telling you that's why. And last time the horse was at London, he won by three at this level, actually at 15. Yeah, but the start before that was sixth by four after okay, being Okay, how playing. far do you want to go back? <laughs> well, I mean, let, why not go back to the day this mare was born, back in... Well, the horse was claimed out of that race two, for seven, stepped up to 15 and won by three lengths. But when this horse... And was, then went to Woodbine. When this horse was born in 2013, she was missing a kidney. How could I bet a horse that's missing a kidney... I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> that's not I'm true at all. Makes you run any faster. Well, I, I mean, I, there, there's also a reason why this horse is not on Lasix. You can live with one kidney. You know that, right? I mean, let's be honest. As a single guy, I prefer to live with no kidneys. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> no? No. No? Oh, look. Terry Tastic likes the seven. Terry I'm Tastic. in there. Terry Tastic. <laughs> uh, He's Terry Whatever. I, I don't care. <laughs> like, you look back in history and you see names like Descartes, Plato, Sacapuntas, and then someday, 50 years in the future, we'll be looking back at the history of handicapping to the apostle Terry Tastic. <laughs> Hey, I bet you'd be your new name rod on here. At Sacapuntas. Well, actually, well, there, there's, a, there's a funny... Well, it's not. I shouldn't say it's funny because then I'm forcing you to feel what I want you to feel. So instead, I should try and trick you. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that was a very Bill Hicks phrasing of that. Um, no, I have a Twitter account uh, that is at the Sacapuntas where I tweet pointless philosophy. Is that right? Yes. Because there was there was one show I did, I, one North one episode of Nahu I did where I I I had I list out all the great Greek philosophers Aristotle Plato and and of course Plato's teacher Sacapuntas and to to this day I I still love that I I find it for some I for some reason I, I love Plato's too I I have to say. For some reason, I well, find I, it funny. I, I got to give a shout out right now to Terry Astic since he's watching us on Facebook. Oh, nice. See? Uh, tonight, hey, I'm... Hey, listen. He picks a lot of long shot winners. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's why he likes the seven on there. Well, if I got no problem with that. If Rod's giving shout outs, I'd like to give a shout out. So tonight on the show, I want to give a shout out to Water. Yeah, Water. It's the life source of... How is water gay? If, if water's gay, then by God, so am I. Not really a reach. What, what you, I mean, you're 70% gay in that case. And let's be honest, everyone's, everyone's a little gay. Oh, no, no, and we're you, not going there. And you, and you, and no, you. This we're, is, not, we're not. This is this is all from. Uh, this, these are excerpts from. Ray's, like, been, Ray's been there the whole way. We're not going there. The, well, you guys. Hey, it, London. Rod, you interested? Well, wait. I'm trying. I'm trying to say these are excerpts from my project, Life the Musical. It's going to be coming to Broadway in 30 years, and then everyone in the sports going to go, "Wow, that's the kid from racing," and then they're going to go, "Wow, who?" Rod. 
Does it concern you that two is dead on the board a little? She is a little bit, but I'm leaving. I'm not real concerned about it. I mean, uh, these guys have had this mayor, and they do just fine with her. I mean, there's no reason not to like her. What do you do with the eight in the race? The eight's a little bit tricky because of where she's starting, but she has won against three stinkers in a row, though. I mean, really bad. Yeah, she's off form right now, especially that last race. The last race was really bad, in my opinion. Uh, but for me, I think I think I would go if I were going to play this race. It'd be a one-two box, I think. I don't know about the seven. I like the seven's race last time. This, there's nothing wrong with the seven. I just, uh, he has to leave. That's the thing. He has to well, leave. He's going to. Who's going who's gonna to make him not leave? The, the five and the six are stone cold setters. The four maybe could go. Uh, you know, the two's a sitter. The one is not very fast away from there. There's no way the seven doesn't get the front in the race. I, I, unless he just decides he's not going to go. But, I mean, if he tries to go, he's getting the front. I don't see any reason why he can't. Well, you can see like it on the screen right now. Don't, don't the eight's getting claimed. Don't, don't worry, guys. I'm back by popular demand, and I got racing opinions now. Oh, good. Thanks. Uh, so, you're talking about this race. Uh, I don't even see the board. I'm, I have the past performances open, but not the board. That Wow, that's a board, all right. The eight is cl is claimed, uh, but Rod, you were saying something about that. Yeah, the eight's getting claimed. That's oh, what I said. Oh, that's it. I, I thought you had a bit more of a profound statement to go alongside that, but go figure. The seven, Ooh. Seven, eight are paying big. Nick Stewart's driving the eight. Okay, so. So he's not listening. The program is driving. Oh, okay. It's a driver. driver change to Nick Stewart. Horse is still seven to two. Moon Lake is even money. I don't like anyone else in this race, so I I'm surprised you guys are even looking to bet this, if that makes sense. Well, you know, sometimes you have to take a shot and try to make some money. Mm -hmm. Well, you can create value. It's just a matter of, you know, how you want to? How you see the race playing out? If you think that the seven is value in the race, you can try to create value with that horse. If you think that the the two is a stone cold lock, then you could try to create value maybe in the try or the super. Well, but the other the other thing too, and the, the, this also is um the argument of um oh damn what's the word uh not credence credence is not the word of um I can't, I can't think of it, but basically. Like, for instance, I, st I don't see anything happening with the two here, and nothing else on the board appeals to me, so this race is a pass for me. And The, the two is way under bet in this race. The two should be one to five. It I, is eight to five. I, I, don't, I think that's a problem. I don't care. I don't, I don't see it as a problem. I'm telling you what I'm seeing. Yeah. <clears throat> and, I, and then I'm also, I'm also giving the counter to that because – so, some sometimes, and I, I'm guilty of this too in terms of handicapping. It's like you look, you look so deeply into a race, you'll start creating value where it doesn't necessarily exist. If that makes sense, well, that can happen. 
Yeah, and, That's absolutely true. And that and that will sometimes lead you to betting in bad faith. So like in in a race like this, I could I could look deeply and somehow convince myself that made of silver has a shot of hitting the board, but in the end, my gut instinct is pass the race. You don't have much of an opinion. Move on. That's okay. Yeah. Well, you have you have an opinion. You think the two is is a, a strong favorite and it's currently nine to five. I, yeah. That's the opinion. Well, then I guess what I'm saying is I have no strong you opinion think otherwise. You have to pay $50 for it to mean something. No, not necessarily. What I'm, what I'm kind of seeing here is the two is very board dead. I think she should be three to five. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and she's nine to five right now going to the gate. Well, what you're there, not. Oh, okay. Uh, there's one play I would possibly make here if I like the race a little bit. I would play a superfecta and just box based on the fact that the two is board dead. I, I don't you have to leave somebody out. Like I, you're going to either leave the one out or the eight out. You're not going to box like one, two, seven, eight. I don't think it's board dead though, because what you're seeing here is relative betting, and a lot of the betting on the eight is purely because the eight has more class than the two. And so, if the eight's getting play, the two is going to be a higher price. So that's not necessarily True. board dead either. It's just it's money shifting. Mo it, now money it, shifting it's sounds be wrong. the favorite. It's the horse that's being bet. I'm not like I thought the eight would take money. I didn't think the one would take this much money. Mm -hmm. Which, that's also a post thing, too, is it not? Yeah, this horse has a bit of a yeah, I, I, I think has to be. <clears throat> well, all that said, uh, this race is going to the gate. 7-5 to five on Moon Lake. 9-5. to five. Now 2-1 to one on Dex the Land. 7-2 on Bedham Jenny. Field for the 8th in motion and approaching the start. Often pacing can art from the outside fires inside Moon Lake moving around that turn Moon Lake grabs the lead Bedham Jenny from the inside gets away second can art parked out third decks the land gets away fourth in front of what a sassy girl fifth Kelly Ray sixth followed by made of silver and a pint of delicious as out and moving to take the front Kelly Ray from Moon Lake. Third, then, Bedham Jenny to the opening quarter. The favorite pops out of the pocket to reclaim control. And here's Moon Lake, the odds-on favorite, moving to that far turn first time, overtaking Kelly Ray to lead by a length and a half. Bedham Jenny is back in third. Dex the land fourth, followed by Watt, a sassy girl, two lengths behind fifth. Sixth still coming into the stretch. First time is made of silver, followed by towards the rear. A pint of delicious half-mile bound out of fourth decks the land, moving to challenge Moon Lake for the top. Trying to track that move, what a sassy girl can art move uh, back there too as they move past the half and into the clubhouse turn to the back stretch decks the land takes the advantage from moon lake to the inside kelly ray two lengths sent behind them in third stride for stride with what a sassy girl tracking her is canard up towards fifth shuffled to sixth bedham jenny followed by made of silver and a pint of delicious decks the land cannot clear moon lake encouraged to the inside parking her out to three quarters what a sassy girl is 
is reeling them in three wide. Then it's Canart behind them as they move around that final turn. Dex the land, holds the lead in between horses. Moon Lake to the inside, battles on. Wada Sassy Girl three wide, and here comes Canart four wide, spread across the track, chasing the leader. Dex the land into the 16th pole. He leads over Moon Lake with Wada Sassy Girl and Canart. Dex the land holds on. Dex the land from Wada Sassy Girl. Canart to the outside third and Moon Lake finished fourth. <clears throat> Three to one on Dex the Land. Did not like that horse. But doesn't matter. Horse still won. <clears throat> Wanna give a shout out to uh Bob McClure who's watching right now. Wait, doesn't he have horses to drive? Drive in London. Right. Oh. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Bob McClure, thank you for tuning in. Uh, and Bob should we also have to give a shout out to uh, the goddess of steak racing who's watching right now. The go anybody? anybody? The goddess of steak racing? Uh, hmm? Athena? Oh, Moira! <laughs> I was thinking Athena. Both end in the same letter. <laughs> you were thinking Greek goddess. That's what you were thinking. Well, I mean, when, when you say the word goddess, you're kind of implying. <laughs> Look, in the second hour of the show, I will grab my book of Greek tragedies and we will live on the air read Sophocles. No. Okay, but. No, we're not doing that. I will leave that as a threat. 8372. What a crappy threat. I will educate you. No. That was a much better race at London. It was. There was, a, there was a lot of movement. I forgot where Can Art was by the half. <laughs> Three to one. Can Art should have been second there. Three to one, 11 to one, seven to one, four to five in that race. <clears throat> now, yes. just, just for the sake of argument, okay. Rod and I looked at that race and said, okay, the two's a little bit dead on the board, wasn't mm -hmm. being played right, and look what happened. Came up short. Okay. So, I mean... There's something to be said for that. Even though the horse took a little bit late, mm -hmm. uh, you know, wasn't being bet the way that I thought and he thought was right. I, I so. right, uh, yeah, I, I I get that. And at the same time, you also have the counter argument of correlation does not necessarily infer causation, if that makes sense. Where it's like, um, the eight, like you you could make the right decision, but the right decision is not necessarily based on the right truth if that makes sense either way if you bet the eight you won you're, you're thinking too deeply into it but like for instance looking at moon lake uh, she rarely races on the lead the one race she had on the lead was as the odds on favorite on january 31st other than that she's been mostly reeling horses in so maybe you could maybe you could look at that race and go okay that's not our preferred racing style and the, the odds wouldn't necessarily show that, if that makes sense. I get what you're saying, though. I'm just raising the counterpoint. Because you said for the if, sake if of argument. you have a horse that, you know, <clears throat> you deem one to five in a race, and, the, and when they're heading to the gate, they're eight to five, there's something wrong. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm also saying, too, for, ev for every race that you feel that's the case, that horse will actually win also. Not always. Well, yeah, not not always, but again, not always, is what is what I'm saying. Being able to read the board, can you read the board? What's the board telling you? I mean, I can't read in the first place, so I should probably work on that. 
I've made it this Rod, far. You know exactly what I'm saying. Yep. Ray just likes to refute everything I say just to, you know. Wait, wait, wait. To be fair, Mike, you you started by saying for the sake of argument. Mm -hmm. And so when you say that, I'm going to come up with the counterpoints because thank you, because there's no such thing as one truth. That's what that's what Buddhism has taught me. Also, I'm Buddhist now. (laughs) Since when? I don't know. Since I printed out the certificate Tuesday. You can take like this online course, and then uh, you get registered with the National Buddhist Registry, and then wow. yeah, and then you get like this cute little certificate. Your name's written. Stop giving everyone false information. This is completely false. What do you mean it's false? Why would I lie, Mike? I am an entertainer and public figure. Why? What? What kind of gain could I get from lying? I don't know. But this right. is false truth. There's no, there's no false truth. It, Those are lies. Yeah. Some kind of Buddhist thing. You're, this, you, this is all crap. <laughs> there you go. I had some people believing me. There you go. There I go? With what? You want it? Do I want it? It's a symbol. Sim- what? What symbol? Am I, should I be looking at the video? Apparently, we need, to, we need to be watching. What is that rod? It's a Buddha. Oh, my God. No, it isn't. <laughs> Wait, is it, a, is it a Buddha or is it a statue of Chris Farley? Oh, man. The two can... We're, we're coming off the rails here. The quickly. two look very oh, similar. we got to get back on track. I think we need a break. It feels like we need a break because we have a lot to do in the second hour. Mike, you had so many yeah. breaks in the first leg of that pick four. Why do you need more? Who the I'm 0 for 2 in this pick 4. I obviously have no clue what's going on at this place. I have, I have no clue what's going on with my life. So this show is not the only thing that's derailed. Uh, I can't take things seriously anymore. I just can't. Uh, but we're coming up. I said I can't take things seriously anymore. Not I wish I was a jack in the box. Well, that's we are. You know, we've been we've been known to be clowns, depending <laughs> on the situation. So it's a good thing we have that noise. Yeah, it's also a good thing we have this. I've heard that. I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that. <laughs> hey kids, it's Capper, the, the gambling clown. <laughs> now, uh, I'm not sure that'll go over well. Now I lost all of my money betting the sixth race at Aqueduct, so <laughs> I'm stuck entertaining you kids now. <laughs> well, it's not unleashed a monster. That's not. It's not it. I don't know why you played scary noises. This, this is. This is... This is the reason we started with the sound effects. So when Ray goes way off like he just did, he stops immediately so he can listen to what I'm doing. Look, a Pennywise for your thoughts, okay? As as host, I have to be observant of everything. That is why, oh, right now, I, I heard a tree fall down outside my house. And chances are, people are probably hurt, and I should... Go investigate and make sure I can help them. Yes, but no, you should. I have to put on the show. And I I have to give the people exactly what they want. So unfortunately, I did not hear the tree fall down in the woods. So in the sense, it didn't make a sound. 
So long as I act like it didn't. We're coming up to the second hour of this show, and in the second hour, we're going to be talking more racing. We got racing from Woodbine. We got racing from the Meadowlands. And we got the rest from London, but nothing else. If any of you want anything else, I swear to God, we can't offer it. I'm sorry. But then after this show, we'll be handicapping in our Nahoo Extra the pick five carryover for the Meadowlands that was supposed to go off tonight. But circumstances otherwise said that it's going to go off tomorrow. I don't know why I'm acting angry about that. <laughs> if only it went off tonight. Three hours worth of work for it. If only it went off tonight, then we could we have to do it. Sometimes it's fun to be angry. It's it's very it's very meditative to just act angry for no reason. And you know what people say to that? They say, I don't, I don't know what they say. I don't, I don't listen to what people say because everyone is unique and individual in their own. I think I flipped those. Everyone is individual and unique in their own way. And you're all beautiful. That said, I hate most of you. Coming up in the second hour, we already said coming up in the second hour. I love everybody. Come on. Come on. Rod, Rod. I'd hug Rod. He wouldn't hug me. Mike would definitely not hug me, but I'd hug both of you. That's fabulous. And as, as I drink from my gay water. <laughs> uh, oh, no. We'll have to go to break. This this trotter has lost stride. I can tell you that much. <laughs> and who knows if he'll ever regain it? If you can't, we're doing two hours of video tonight. If you can't, well, if you're if you're at London, you can break three or four times and still get third. <laughs> I was gonna say that I was I was trying to do like this fig- figurative thing. I was trying to do like a metaphorical. Uh, phrasing of it because like I said my life's derailing but this time it's like the trotter can't regain stride I work in Hollywood okay I can't help it I'm (laughs) sorry if I act like it for long enough I will not only lose all of my friends but it will also come true Uh, more North American harness update coming up where the wind don't shine where the wind don't shine you can't say where the moon don't shine because Wait, where the moon don't shine, that gets you drunk. Huh. There's so many interesting things about this life. (laughs) We're going to break. And when we come back with more North American Harness Update, I will have found the way, or as Confucius called it, Ren. And Mike and Rod are going to have no idea what that means. But that doesn't matter because we're going to handicap the pick fours from Woodbine and the Meadowlands, which, quite frankly, do not require enlightenment as much as just intuition of how numbers work. So, more North American Harness Update coming up just around the corner. Don't hop in that Uber or that Lyft because chances are they're going to take you somewhere you wish you weren't. So, instead, walk on over, take a stroll, breathe in the air... Ah, pollution. And enjoy the walkover. We'll be back with more North American Harness updates in a moment.
Philippong in Batam, Indonesia. Authorities want people to stay off Lake Simcoe as the ice has become unstable. Police and emergency crews had to attend to three calls for rescue in the matter of hours. Two calls involved ATVs going through the ice while there was one report of a man in distress. As Lake Simcoe begins to melt, police and fire services remind residents to keep off lakes and waterways. Residents have vented their fury at a meeting discussing the closure of a bank branch in Mount Albert. Officials from TD Canada Trust met with customers at the local legion on Tuesday, with at least one customer claiming the decision was made by people who never made it north of Highway 7. A representative from the bank admits there will be no change to the decision of closing the bank branch despite holding the meeting. Highway 427's new extension is on the way. A consortium of companies selected by the province to extend the expressway to Major Mackenzie Drive in Vaughan says shovels will be on the ground later this year. Caledon Mayor Alan Thompson says the extension is 10 years too late, claiming people are drowning in traffic on Highway 50. The weather, sun and cloud, Pearson 5, North 5, here in Batam, Indonesia, it's 31. I'll have more updates on SRN1. Don't envy me. I'm Philip Hong in Batam, Indonesia. Thank you, Phil, and welcome back to more Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? I am a, your host, a hack of a comedian, joined by uh, Mike Prebozzi and Rod Allums Jr. Going into yet another hour of harness racing excitement. Did I, did I, did I give that good inflection or should I do that again? Do it again. Okay. <clears throat> <coughs> Okay. <clears throat> Back again to present well, like you're in the dark. to you another hour of oh. harness racing excitement. Was that better? Okay, I can tell it was not. Where the ninth race at London is coming up in zero minutes. Zero minutes, of course, meaning greater than zero. And even money right now, the five future king, which looking at our tickets, uh, Mike and Rod were onto this horse. I was not. I didn't get the memo. I've, I I, didn't get the memo, period. I haven't had a single horse so far in this sequence. And the sequence seems like it's going to it's gonna pay somewhat decently so far. Oh, yeah. It's going to pay. It's going to pay good. Yeah. Especially with the two losing the last race. I mean, I, I, I thought it would pay well, but it could pay good, too. Mm-hmm. That, that, that it's a personal preference. Yeah, that, the whole grammar thing. Thanks. Hey, gr- going to pay whatever you think it's going to pay. I love grammar. I love grand granter. I got great grammar. I got a great great grammar, and she loved my grandpa. Because like mm. gra- grammar sounds like grandma. I should have been a plumber. It still could be. Yeah. That's the sad thing. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, where's my therapist? We're coming up with a minute to post for this race at London. Uh, any any thoughts looking at this board? It's scratched down to a field of five. Would you even consider betting this race? I wish the one was the bigger <laughs> price. What about you, Rod? Uh... I, I really don't have a, a big opinion on the race, honestly. Um, it, it it seems like a wide open race, and it, I think the betting kind of signifies that. Well, they're only really betting three horses. Four, if you count the fourth horse, they're betting. Well, he's sort of the outlier, though. I mean, you know. 
Well, I mean, the one, the three, and the six are all three to one, and the five is six to five. Last I checked, that's four horses. Okay. There's 20 seconds to post. The clock, the clock is ticking. How how that phrase applies to us all. The gate is moving to position. The gate with the with the word bar just written in all caps. Daniel Khan. He's got uh twenty dollar exact of five one. Nice. Alright, let, let we got let's hope yeah. that, that come he, that's the only thing going so far, so let's root for Daniel. <laughs> yeah. I didn't bet the race, so I didn't either. I'm betting on Daniel. There you go. 5-1. All What's right. What's 5-1 paying? It should tell us here in a second. Uh, 13, 13 so $13. That's okay. 130 So that's $130 <clears throat> if he can catch us. Well, they're lining up. They're in position. Future King, even money, 5-2. to two. Now 2-1. Two <clears throat> Don't you cough during my call. Peasant. 7 to 2 on Jayport Rosita and Ty's Little Dream. This is the ninth race from the Raceway Western Fair District in motion, approaching the start off and trotting future king blasts away for the front Jayport Rosita to the inside gets away second ties little dream floats away around the turn Jayport Rosita off on a break leaving on the lead now off stride future king Turn of events here is the high road's going to inherit the lead. Ty's Little Dream takes second. Future King back on stride, but now moving to fourth as Hoosier Muscle surpasses him in third. A gap then to Jayport Rosita, who broke around the first turn and is gapping this field, moving past that opening quarter. Future King rushing back into contention to take the lead from the high road around that turn to the top of the stretch first time. A Hoosier Muscle, the second choice, sitting in fourth right behind Ty's Little Dream, turning into the stretch, and there's a gap of five and a half to Jayport Rosita trailing this field. Future King now clears the lead from the high road. Ty's Little Dream... Sits three and a half lengths off the lead in third. Hoosier Muscle begins to edge off the rail fourth with about five lengths to make up around the turn to the back stretch on the final circuit chasing Future King in front by two from the high road. Third still ties Little Dream. Hoosier Muscle yet to move from fourth is chasing right now. Jones is for cover. Ties Little Dream gonna flush out and pursue Future King to three quarters. Now drawing up within a length of the lead dragging Hoosier Muscle second over locked in then at the inside the high road they're still having to catch though Future King around the final turn Future King leads a triage spread across behind him the high road to the inside in between Ty's Little Dream far outside Hoosier Muscle chasing in the stretch Future King holding the lead Hoosier Muscle rallies down the center and takes control Hoosier Muscle coasts away with the win Ty's Little Dream up for second from Future King, then the high road, and at any moment, there she is, J-Port Rosita, checks in last. The five was in a, inside about four pylons there, too. Oh, you gotta love those races where the horse on the lead uh, breaks five lengths clear of everyone, then retakes control and still loses. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, after that, that was a huge race from that horse, considering. I mean, raced four to five. Four to five well. Probably ten, ten likes the best. So long if he didn't lose those ten likes. Nine to five. Yeah, that's the thing. Nine to five on Hoosier Muscle. Five to one on Ty's Little Dream. Four to five on Future King. Sixteen to one on the High Road. <laughs> It it's so stupid, but whenever a horse breaks and they they're forced to like keep the feed on until that horse crosses the line, I just find that moment funny. It's just like, when's he gonna come? When's he gonna come? There he is! Yay! It's it's. Well, if you own the horse, you probably want to see him finish. I agree with that, but uh, like it's the same thing with like a middle school track meet where it's just you you you're you have equal excitement for everyone finishing the race. That is, if you're a supportive yeah. parent. Uh, what are you implying, Ray? I'm implying that we got to talk about this Woodbine Pick 4. Because this Woodbine Pick 4 is a time on... If anyone's it's... watching Woodbine tonight, the 4 is 29-1 to 1 here in race 9. Has a, has a shot. The Woodbine Pick 4 is a time-honored tradition, mostly because it's held every race card, and the early Pick 4 is no exception. It's a $50,000 guaranteed pool, usually surpasses that. Woodbine's pools, as of late, also have been performing very well. They've been getting a lot of money churning into these wagers. The Pick 5 was close to 100000 the other night, if I was not mistaken. They've been averaging about 80, 85, and up. the Pick 4s have been averaging 70s. That that's they're good. That's an unimaginable amount. Actually, what well, as a college student, that's an unimaginable amount of money because I, that, that's how much I well, pay a you year. Consider, you know, like uh, the Meadows, their pick five maybe handles a thousand. Uh, you know, just just for the sake of it, on a normal night, Meadowlands pick five maybe handles thirty without the carryover. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I mean, that their pick five. At Woodbine, wait, it's it's getting a lot. When the pick fours have good pulls too, so it's it's the best product there is. It's always strange to think where is that money coming from, and there are just some questions, folks, that are not meant to be answered. So let's get rolling into uh, this pick four, as there are currently multiple judges' inquiries into that ninth race at Western Fair. They have more than one judge on the case, so don't worry, they will have the best verdict uh, you could imagine. There's all that. That's all I have to that bit. Uh, so starting off this pick four, fifty thousand dollars guaranteed pool starts with the fourth race, the early pick four tomorrow night at Woodbine. It's a non-winners of five or eighty-seven thousand dollars lifetime. Uh, and now, I'm the only one that seems to think this way, but I think the sequence gets easier with each race. So I'm fairly deep to start out. Uh, Mike, you're not necessarily super deep in this opening race, but out of eight horses, you're still taking three of them. Yeah. And I really, I think that the race is between the one and the two, but I'm going to use the seven also as a little bit of a price play. Uh, but the one and two are obvious. Uh, the one's external, third time back. He won first time back, no worries of five. Uh, you know, raced against a big yellow last time and really was against the track. Got beat a nose first up. Uh, probably shouldn't have lost that race, but, you know, just kind of got nipped there. Uh, you know, he's very obvious, very sharp. He's fast. Those miles are quick. Uh, hard not to use. Fast the two, it's, is it Friday yet? Uh, you know, this horse has won three in a row, two two of which were in like three days of each other. Very convincing. Now steps up into this race, but 
you know, for Moreau, Wah, very capable, must use, they have to catch that one. And then the seven, Freddie Bear, who will probably be, you know, around 15, 20 to one in here and is a closer, has closed well against external last two races. If they go crazy up front with the one and the two, uh, the seven could pick up all the pieces. So I'm one, two, seven. Uh, now, Rod, you're more inside centric here, taking the three on the rail. Yeah, I'm going one, two, three here. Uh, the one external raced well last time, just missed. Uh, that was a big back calf from uh, 55 flat. Uh, no reason to think this one with the rail isn't going to be close once again. And Jody jumps back on, and he's been just red hot on Saturday nights. So I'll use that one. Uh, the two, I think, looks pretty obvious. Second start off the claim, raced well the first time, and that was off short rest. So I, I, I do think this horse is in peak form right now and should be tough again. Then the three, I throw this one on second start off the layoff. Uh, first start, kind of just went around there, uh, raced really well, came the last half in 55 and change in uh, – and a needed start, obviously. Uh, this one's going to be a lot tighter coming into this race and uh, is a nice price play to add on to uh, your early pick four or your pick fives. So one, two, three. I definitely agree with the three. He's one of the prices I use here for mostly the same reasons. That first start off uh, the layoff and off the ship also from Yonkers is not bad at all. Coming in 27 and change to gain ground in the stretch. Finish fifth, draws inside again. Um, whether or not he's going to be a bit more mobile in this race is a question, but he's still going to be a price that's kind of worth using. I was the only one that wasn't necessarily on the board, too. Is it Friday yet? Uh, I understand the reasoning behind why using him, uh, considering the fact that this horse was bet to be the odds-on favorite three days after being claimed and moving up in class for Moreau, and he wins going 52-4. and four. I get that much. Uh, moving up in class, though, uh, to me, I feel like he's going to be too short of a price worth using, considering, too, that some of these other horses are going to be better prices and have somewhat similar ability to perform well, if that makes sense. Uh, so I end up not using Is It Friday yet, which, I mean, let's be honest, two's probably going to win then in that case. Did you see those two races? Those, uh, no, I did not. Yeah, if you would have saw them, you would be using I guarantee it. Well, I mean, if I had I handicapped those races, I'd probably better understand why he won by four lengths. Also, the point I'm making. He was just dominant. The point. Dominant both times. Still moving up in class. That's good. That's a good thing. It could, yeah. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, it's, it's a total price thing for me. But if you want to throw them on, I mean, my ticket's cheap enough where it doesn't really matter. But that said, I still use four horses here. Externals, one of them. We already touched on him. Rock This Way is one. We already touched on him. Freddie Bear's the third one. Uh, Mike touched on him a bit. This horse is a really nice late kick. Uh, last one here at Woodbine back on January 25th when he had more of an inside draw. Uh, but since then, has been kind of lagging behind the field farther than he maybe should be. But nonetheless, he's still coming home in 27 and change to hit the board, finishing second and third. Uh, the it's a total guessing game with this one as to whether or not he's going to be close enough to kick home well. And at the same time, too, he could al he also would probably benefit from sitting off of a faster pace. And in terms of speed in this race, uh, there's not necessarily a pace that 
sig that signals me thinking he's going to have a fast clip to close into. Uh, so he's still going to be a factor, and he could he could get there theoretically, um, but the numbers necessarily don't add up fully. Uh, the eight in spades then is the fourth horse I use. Uh, moved went jumped up to the non winners of five level last time and was bet to be the favorite after winning by a neck, parking the mile against non-winners of three, and was third to external in Freddie Bear in that race, going first over and hanging in the stretch to finish third. But this horse, it's strange when a horse is bet to be that heavy a favorite uh, moving up in class, uh, albeit he had a really nice win coming into that race. Uh, and now he draws outside. He's probably going to get more of a stalking trip because of that, and that's probably going to be better for him than going first over like he did last out into a pace that ultimately quickened in the end because it was slow at the start. Uh, so the race could possibly set up in his favor. He could come closing late, and he has the form to definitely perform well here. Uh, and he might be a bit of an overlay too because the inside two are going to take a lot of play. So I'm one, three, seven, eight in that opening leg of this pick four. Second leg is race number five. Numbers of 9,000 their last five starts and some other conditions that I don't feel like reading. Ten horses going postered here. Uh, Mike, this is where you kind of dip your toes a bit deeper into the water because you're taking half of them. Yeah, like half. A uh, very tough race. It could go a lot of different ways. So I'm going to use a few... Uh, the horse I like best is the four piston broke who flew home in 25 and four last time. You just don't see that uh, lost to Mohawk Warrior had a stone cold, perfect trip. When this horse gets good, he tends to put a few races together. And I really liked that race last time. He's extremely tough to ignore. Uh, the five boom, boom, Valley kill gets the big track back. That race at London was probably the best preferred to they've raced all year there. And, you know, Avatar just kind of got away on the field there. But this horse raced well. I, I thought it was a little bit of a wake-up. Now it comes back to the big track. Tons of class. I mean, he's made 850000 You You can't leave him off. Uh, Shadow Margot, the seven. If you look at that horse, this horse last time was driven ridiculous. Uh, this horse is a closer. Had the seven hole. Went out in a, in a 25 and four, 54 and three half. Never saw the pylons. Mm -hmm. Just completely tossed that race out. Has to be driven better here. If he can be set up for a rally, then he has a good chance in the race. I'm going to use the inside too. Uh, Ask Pan over the one. This horse was on the front last time in that ridiculous pace and held on decent to be third. Uh, I'm sporty came from way back to pick everybody off. So I'm going to use that one just for, from the post and. He can win at this level. And then the two, Andreas Cardia, one of my favorite horses, gets McNair now, uh, laid off. But this horse is a preferred type whenever it's right. So one, two, four, five, seven. Rod, you have a bit more of a refined outlook on this late on this lace on this race. That's a strange Freudian slip. I uh, you take three instead of five. Yeah, I'm using three of the same horses Mike's using. Uh, the one ASAP Hanover, I think, is pretty obvious, especially from the rail. Uh, made a quarter move last time, just got nipped at the wire, raced really well. Uh, driver change from uh, Louis Philippe Wad to uh, Sylvain Fillion tomorrow night. So uh, even with the driver change, I, I think this horse is going to be sitting close. He's in good form, and I expect a good effort once again from him. Uh, the two 
has missed time, which is a, a bit of a concern. But uh, like Mike said, when this horse is right, he's going to be tough to beat against this type of field. Uh, the question is, is he ready and is he right? Uh, I think with the time off, that's going to be uh, a key for this horse, just keeping him fresh for uh, bigger miles later in the year. So uh, I think he's going to get a, a nice trip inside, and uh, if, if it opens up, he's going to be uh, coming late. Then the four, Piston Broke. Uh, he hasn't won this year, but this horse is close. Come with big last quarter last time, 25-4. and four. I mean, you, you can't ignore him off that last mile. Uh, he's going to take a lot of money, I think. That 7-2 to morning line is, is not the price you're going to get on him. He's going to probably be the favorite here just off that last line. Uh, but he's been sharp for several weeks now other than throwing in one just average start there. But, uh, you know, three of his last four starts have been really, really good. And uh, I, I do think this horse is uh, able to beat these if he's in the right spot. So one, two, four. Of note, looking back to the – oh, God, is that what I sound like? Oh. Uh, looking at the Western Fair – pick fours the will pays the lowest will pay is on the one coffee's ready at 86 36 a couple of hundreds 200s thrown in there the highest on the five a funny feeling for twenty seven hundred dollars that race is coming up in about three minutes back here to woodbine the second leg for me <clears throat> i'm four deep here uh, starting with ASAP Hanover, uh, purely because this horse races very well at this level, and he's consistent at this level, and draws the rail again, which three starts ago against numbers of 6,000. He performed decently uh, to finish second riding the rail, coming in 27 and change. That said, he's, again, if he races consistently well here, for him, it's probably just going to be a matter of trip and last out, too. He kind of forced himself into a fast pace, ended up finishing third by a head, and this horse his prerogative is probably much more to be stalking than to be setting the pace so that could possibly happen from the inside piston broke uh, you say it's hard to ignore him and I always say it's not if you just forget he's in the race that said I look at that last line and I I I'm dumbfounded at how he came home with 25 and changed I'm curious how I either there was windy that night yes okay that 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 helps explain it a bit, especially considering the fact this horse is coming off of 28 and change quarters and starts before that. Not necessarily that that that, that matters, but still, uh, if there was a if there was a stretch back win, that kind of helps us understand why this horse flew home so well. But he also flies home well usually, and that was his first start dropping in class. Also, that said, I'm kind of worried that he's going to be over bet off of that line and he'll underperform as a result. But still, second start at this class level, if he is able to replicate even a semblance of that effort, he could do well at this at this group. Uh, cool Rocks, the third horse I use, <clears throat> mainly because he dropped down in class and he won. Albeit that that was a very poor. A grouping of non-winners of 5,000, but this was also a horse where if he didn't win that race, then he wouldn't belong at any higher of a class level. And now he jumps up 
to the non-winners of 9,000 group, which, if I'm not mistaken, that's next up on the on the class ladder. And he's coming in off a decent mile, and that is not something to look over, especially considering, too, that he's going to go from being the even-money favorite to perhaps being 9 or 10 to 1 in this race. And he also has two miles against numbers of 14,000 that aren't standouts necessarily, but aren't necessarily ones to totally dismiss either. You could pitch them for excuses, but there's still some tricklings of form kind of hidden within those lines where he finished uh, ninth and seventh respectively so he could be a decent price here given he's coming in off a win finally the seven shadow margot is the third horse i use or the fourth horse i use coming in off a parked mile where he finished seventh before that was in against tougher and finished 10th but then Three starts back at this level, rode the pocket, and won. This is a horse that likes to be forwardly placed, and there is a fair amount of speed in this race. So I, I give I give I give that a bit of caution in using this horse because he could end up becoming a victim of his own preferred racing style. Or at the same time, he could end up being positioned in the right spot to benefit off his preferred racing style. A lot could happen in this race that for us to try and predict would A, be useless and futile, and B, also drive us insane. So that said, in theory, Shadow Margot could work out a trip that plays in his favor and will be a decent price doing it. So I'm one, four, six, seven in the second leg of this pick four. Third leg, as I peek back over to London to see they're parading right now. We have time for this third leg. Now we're at 15,000 in their last five stars. Purse at 22 grand on the line and in here we got eight horses lining up and kind of a tricky one too because the one velocity driven drops out of the preferred and mike for you you're still three deep uh but do you necessarily pay a lot of credence to the fact that the one is a huge class advantage here yeah i think you have to because those are those are the best horses on the grounds and he you know raced very well at the you know kind of in between condition level, the numbers of twenty and twenty one thousand. Those are nice races back in January, and then really just had no chance against horses like American Virgin and the Rev. Uh, those are very sharp ones, and he, this horse wasn't getting his setup. He needs a setup to usually get there, but he's capable. I'm going to use him. Uh, the four classy dragon is obvious. Uh, you know, one three out of four, and then you know kind of faltered off a perfect trip on the seventeenth. I didn't really like that race, but I thought bounced back pretty nice last time when, you know, he lost to Tracer Hanover, who was the favorite in there. You know, they weren't beating that horse that night off the drop. So from this post, he should get a stocking trip and be right there. And then I, I like the six, a little four card major who I've been chasing. Uh, this horse was claimed for 25 and then they put in the optional thirties, been facing horses like nickel bag, resistance, Utah, uh, Tracer Hanover last time was 40 to one last time, but third, this horse is very capable. I like Osiello. I like this, you know, I think this horse can be a little closer than he has been. So in this field, uh, he fits one, four, six. Rod, you're a little bit deeper and you mostly agree with Mike. Why do I drop my pen? You just add the yeah. five. Why the five? Uh, I had the five and her, you know, I, I, I think she's, kind of a hit or miss type. She doesn't win very often, but she's very fast. And when she's on her game, there's nothing in here that can beat her or him. Uh, it's just one of those horses that sometimes when he's not in form, he just bad. 
And it's like, uh, it's hard to explain a horse like that because sometimes, you know, it's a week to week thing with those types. And I think this is one of those types. uh, I just hate to get beat by a horse like that. Uh, Louis Philippe Bois jumps back on for Moreau. Horse draws well. This is a good spot to follow cover, and it's going to be following probably the favorite here. So uh, all those factors, uh, I think this horse has a shot as long as things work out early on in the race for him, and uh, that's why I'm using him. But alongside that, the one, four, and the six, they're all uses. Uh, I really don't have much to add. After what Mike said, and the, six, the six is another price play, and it's good that you don't have much more to add because we have fifty seconds to post at London, which means I have thirty seconds to talk about this race. All right, Ray, this is what you were born for. Go. Okay, too deep in this race for me. I'm ignoring Velocity Driven because sure, this horse has class, but at the same time is going to be bet as a result. And not only that, his races in the preferreds are lackluster, as well as also considering the fact that the two horses I use seem to be in much better form than Velocity Driven has been in his last few starts. The first of them being Classy Dragon, this horse we all touched on. Uh, If this horse is forwardly placed like he was last time, where he finished second at Traker Hanover, who had much more class than him this horse could perform very well and considering too this horse came home 27 flat and he's just been at the top of his game in his last three starts winning three starts ago finishing third two starts back and second last out if anything this horse should be the favorite here because he's probably the one to beat and the other horse I throw on that none of you uh, talked about at all is the eight Mohawk warrior who dropped down to the numbers of 10,000 level one sitting a pocket trip as the favorite now moves back up in class to the numbers of $15,000 group and in, in this class he races fairly decently too. Two starts back, launched off the gate to be forwardly placed, finished fourth before that. Kind of lagged off the off the starting gate, which I, that was the only race where he did that. Uh, so I'm thinking he's going to be a bit forwardly placed, and being forwardly placed in this race could not hurt him at all. So I'm 4-8 in the third leg of that pick four. Woo! Okay, now the final race at London is going postward. Even money on coffee's ready. 5-2 to two on New Boston Town. 5-1 to one on Pay the Line Blue Chip. None of us are alive, but if you are in this pick four, good luck. You made it this far. Now 3-5 to five on Coffee's Ready. New Boston Town still 5-2, to 6-1, to one. Pay the Line Blue Chip. Nine of them lining up. This is the nightcap. The 10th from Western Fair in motion. Approaching the start off. And pacing large in legacy launches from the outside. New Boston Town out two. Pay the line blue chip gets away third. And coffee's ready fourth around the first turn. PL Kaleidoscope backs into fifth. Sixth then comes Lions Woodlands in front of Daenerys. Then towards the back of the pack. A funny feeling and bright side Luella down the back stretch out of the pocket. In pursuit of the lead. Pay the line blue chip. Overtaking New Boston Town. Third then comes Largen Legacy in front of Coffee's Ready Fourth. PL Kaleidoscope fifth around the turn. Lions Woodland still sixth. Daenerys seventh. A funny feeling then in front of Brightside Luella. No movement other than the overtaking of New Boston Town coming into the stretch first time. But out of fourth, the favorite Coffee's Ready now edges off the rail and journeys overland with PL Kaleidoscope. On his back. 
gapping then. Lions Woodlands behind this top quintet, overtaking her. Daenerys around the turn. Still a long ways back to a funny feeling in bright side. Luella past the half onto the backstretch. We have a breaker on the lead, uh, causing a bit of a disruption. There went pay the line blue chip, so coffee's ready. Now takes control. New boss in town to the inside, parking him out though. Then on, on cover, PL Kaleidoscope third. Large and Legacy is behind them fourth. Then to the inside comes Lions Woodlands outside and progressing is... <clears throat> Daenerys is up the inside too comes a funny feeling around that final turn new boss in town emerges on the lead outside coffee's ready inside large in legacy then looking for room a funny feeling as they turn for home it's new boss in town holding control large in legacy up the inside outside coffee's ready off the rail a funny feeling then moving up late as they come onto the line it's still new boss in town a funny feeling rallying down the center but he's too late new boss in town holds off the 54 to one shot in the nightcap ah. how did <laughs> the longest shot on the board almost oh the second longest shot on the board almost won that the longest pick four kind of chaos yeah i really uh I really liked the four in that race, though, but it's kind of retrospective at that point. Four, five, one, six, eight, looks like, is the high five. That's going to be a decent high five. It's going to be a good high five. I think it might carry. Where's, it could carry over. Where's decent and good? Like, dec decent, I guess, would be below good? Or, but wait, but decent. I need to consult the dictionary. We got to Okay, fine. We got work to do. Come on. Oh, fine. Don't push me. I'm not a button. Oh, so we talked about the third leg of the pick four at Woodbine. Now we're on to the last leg of the pick four at Woodbine. Race number seven, numbers of 10,000. Maybe we'd be moving faster if you guys had less to say, but you want to give an in-depth analysis, and I'm okay with that. So we got nine. <laughs> Why am I using your skills against you? Because I'm a tool. Ten horses lining up here in this numbers of $10,000 trot. Mike, you're capping your pick four ticket, taking half of them. Yeah, it's a very tough race. You can take them all, really. Um, let me use half. The two, uh, Pepe, the, I don't know what that is. Uh, this way, what is that, Ray? This way, low? Uh, Pepe. I, I don't speak Spanish. Pepe D, or, yeah, Pepe D, his, his solo. Whatever. One, two in a row, steps up, uh, loses Wah, oh, but gets Randy Waples, draws well. You know, I, I'm going to use just on post alone and the sharpness, the three, Optima Kemp. Uh, this horse stepped up to numbers of 10,000, was not disgraced last time for Moreau and Wah. I like the draw here. This horse fits at this level. You know, I think this horse is a use. Uh, the four, Meadow Branch Memo, this horse Two, two races in a row at this level, finished third and fifth, but closed well both times. And, you know, if this horse can get a trip, you know, has some back class. The five, Majestic Presence, won last time at Nomers of 6,000 and a 54 and two mile. So, you know, all these horses look almost the same. It's just a matter of what the trip's going to be. And then I'm going to use the eight adversity. Uh, gets McNair, is a closer. 
I like the driver change. Last time he was sitting on the horse at, at one, so uh, you know has, has a lot of class. Also, two, three, four, five, eight. Now I see a three, I see a four, and I see an eight. Rod, you have those numbers too. I do. Wow. But the one, uh, the one major muscle I, I'm using this horse draws the rail again. It's been drawn well every single week. Uh, this looks like a spot where maybe this horse gets that trip once again, but gets away closer in the two hole. Maybe uh, not a lot of uh, big early speed. There's some floaters in here, horses that leave and look for trips. Um, I think he gets away closer and he's going to be able to get a tool trip in my opinion, which makes him a major player. And, uh, you know, he hasn't always been great at this, at this level, but, uh, I, I do think this is kind of a softer bunch for this class. So I'm going to throw him on the three Optima Kemp, Mike touched on Moreau and Waugh. Uh, not a lot to say about this one race has been racing. Well, uh, I think is a must use the four metal branch memo. I'm using uh, race. Well, got shuffled last time. Decent price play here. Uh, doesn't win very often, but uh, I, I think is a good price play to, to have on your ticket. And then the eight adversity uh, gets McNair. Not a lot to say about this one. Uh, doesn't look like, uh, he can go with these, but this horse is quick enough. And uh, if the setup is right, this horse could could be right there at the wire and make it interesting, especially with uh, Doug McNair driving. Last time he drove this horse, he won. So I'm going to throw him on. One, three, four, eight. Judges inquiry into the last at London. Horse at the inside went up the rail. He might get taken down. We will see. I'm too deep in this last leg at Woodbine. The results are now official. I'll bring you prices in a second. I'm too deep. I see nothing else but the two and the four. Uh, also, it's probably Pepe Di Gisolo uh, because it's Italian. I'm pretty, sure you, I'm pretty sure you pronounce the J's in Italian phonetics. That's just me, though. I don't know. Fun fact, also. Did any do any of you know uh, what the, the horse this horse's sire is referencing? Ganymede? Did any of you know? No. Mike, you know? No. Ganymede is the male persona of Rosalind in the Shakespearean play As You Like It. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. You're welcome. The more you know, because someday you're going to be in a bundle and then you're going to need to think of a fake name. And you got Ganymede. It's a fun name. It makes no sense. I think it means guy in Italian, coincidentally. Uh, but Pepe de, Pepe de Gisolo, that, 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 what does that mean? i got to look that up after the show. Uh, it's coming off of two wins, moves up the class ladder. Now, this is kind of ironic considering the fact that I, I avoided the two in the first leg, who is coming in off of similar circumstances. But I like this horse because he's probably going to be a better price than that horse in the first leg. And this horse was also bet to be the favorite last out, moving uh, moving into the numbers of $6,000 level. Uh Hey, hey, what's wrong with Shakespeare, Mike? I see the group chat. What's wrong with Shakespeare? Pepe, Pepe, Pepe D. Just Shakespeare loved women. 
Pepe Digis solos coming off two wins. Could be could is improving. Metal Branch Memo's the second horse I use. He raced really well last time, riding the rail to finish fifth. He came up in 27 and change. He won against hours of 6,003 starts back from off the pace. This horse just is in decent form, and he looks like he belongs at this level. 2-4. I dislike everyone else in this race. I don't see much form in any of them. So here's my ticket at Woodbine for 20 cents. 1-3-7-8 with 1-4-6-7 with 4-8. With two four. Twelve dollars and eighty cents for twenty cents. Shakespeare liked women. Mike, your ticket. One two seven with one two four five seven with one four six with two three four five eight. It's forty five. And Rod, your ticket. One two three with one two four with one four five six with one three four eight. It's twenty eight eighty for twenty cents. Pick four at London for twenty cents. Returned one hundred forty-five dollars ninety-six cents. The high five, four five one six nine nine thousand thirty-five sixty-five. Now here, here's a fun note. I played a twenty-cent high five in that race. I had the four on top of four other horses keyed. The one, <coughs> two, six, and nine. I almost had it. No, nope. almost. Yeah, had you it. and everybody else. What do you mean, everyone? No one, no, no one liked. Good try. Good try. <laughs> I'm not trying to impress you. I'm just trying. I'm I'm making conversation, and sometimes. I've had 34 high fives the last three weeks. Come on, I mean you're trying to get one. I, I I'll never you're be as. Good. I give I give you credit. You were close. I'll never be as good that as is, Rod. That was a good bet. You tried. I'll never be as good as Rod. No. Doubtful. I'll never be as good as the Rolling Stones. Wait, why do I want to be as good as the Rolling Stones? Why do I care? Meadowlands pick four. Let's go into that. All right, so their pick four starts with race number eight tomorrow evening. And also keep in mind, after the show, we will be uh, divulging, divulging, <laughs> investing in, invest, investigating into the pick five carryover for tomorrow night at the Meadowlands. $125,000 guaranteed pool, if I'm not mistaken. That's races three through seven. This pick five starts with race number eight. Race number eight. Numbers of 11,500 in their last five starts. Pace purse at $13,000 on the line. We got 10 horses going postward here. Uh, Mike, for you, you like three of them. Yeah, three of them to start. This is a tough race. Um, it's numbers 11.5, but you could argue that it's probably more like a numbers of 85 type race. Uh, some returnees here that I like. The seven, Lawrencetown Beach, likely favorite. This horse has wicked speed away from there. It's just a matter of can he hold it together. Uh, qualifier was good. Came home in 27. Got beat in neck by Dr. J. Hanover, who you'll see later in the card. Earlier. Actually, earlier. The horse, I think, is in race seven. seven. Oh, you'll get you'll get something from that, too. You know, if that horse is live, this horse, you know, might that might tell you something. I'm also going to use the five Duran, who was claimed for 20000 two back. Stepped up. Uh, well, basically faced the same types. Just got beat, came home 27-3. and three. I thought it improved a little bit. He belongs in here, especially if these, some of these returnees don't necessarily fire. And then the nine, Mr. Euroman. Uh, this horse came from the, uh, I think it's a New Zealand horse, started numbers of 85, finished second, then won, stepped up to numbers of 15, and, and really had a total stinker, a non-effort. They laid the horse up. 
qualified okay in that same qualifier. This horse is the same as it was back whenever it first came. It's a definite use. Five, seven, nine. You would be correct in assuming the horse is from New Zealand, mostly by the nomenclature of the end. Yes, I, I know. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> At the end of the name. <laughs> I, I'm good for pronouncing foreign names and foreign things. And, you, and an N. You, you, you're good at the N. I'm try, I'm, I'll have to think about that one while Rod's talking about this race. Figure out what that means. Rod, what do you, what do you see in this first like the pick four? I'm four deep here. Start with the three. Blaze MM Hanover. Uh, ten hole last week. Got away way back. Had no chance to win the race, but still raced very well from that spot especially on the off track. Uh, I thought that was a really good race. And the start prior was good. And uh, that was over at Yonkers. Horse raced really well from the back. Uh, Just been drawing bad. Draws inside. Should brace up close and not get used too hard here. Uh, I think this is a good way to start the picker with a big price. Uh, So I'm going to use that one. Uh, The five to rant. Throwing him on, race well off cover last week. Should have a, a similar trip again tomorrow. The seven, Lawrencetown Beach. Not a lot to say about this one. Uh, we know he's a stakes caliber horse when he's right. Uh, you know, the question is, is he ready? And then the nine, Mr. Euro Man, for obvious reasons, he, he comes out of that same qualifier, was good in the qualifier. He does draw the outside, but I'm still going to use him because uh, if you're using the seven, I think you've got to use the nine as well. So three, five, seven, nine. Shakespeare liked women. Um, I'm, uh, I'm three deep in this leg. <laughs> but the, the, no, because like if if it if it's man and woman, like that that's it. No, um, I, so I'm three deep in this leg. Starting with the two, Bad Gamer. I'm surprised no one touched on this one. I'm, I'm not sure if you guys are just kind of totally dissuade by Dover horses, but this sort, this is a decent horse for a Dover shipper. Uh, came in off of two weeks rest, last out, ended up just kind of chasing horses to finish seventh. Went first over against winners of 10,000, which is without hey, doubt. What are, you, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Where are you at? Oh, I'm on the second leg. We're still on the first leg. Wow. Boy, I'm four deep in the first. Like, you know, sometimes I like I, I like to be ahead of myself because I'm ahead of everyone else at the same time. It's like mm-hmm. it it's it's like a clock that is purposely an hour ahead, which in daylight savings st- <laughs> malfunction, malfunction, malfunction. We're back four deep in this first leg, uh, starting with the three blaze MM Hanover or blaze. Mmm. Hanover. <laughs> this horse had, some, this horse had something good to eat. <laughs> four starts ago. <laughs> Launched from post 10 to take the lead. Ended up faltering to finish 10th, but that, that race sticks out on this horse's form, like a sore thumb. Also sore thumbs don't really stick out that well, but I'm going with the idiom and last out from the 10 hole chose to sit from off the pace and chase horses. home. ended up finishing fourth against hours of 8,500 moves back up in class was also racing decently over at Yonkers from outside post against way better. The 50,000 claimers are probably way better. 
than this group here. Uh, that said, though, uh, the horse just draws better, could be a, in a better situation as a result. The five Durants, the second horse I use, uh, this, horse, this horse's lines just speak for themselves. This horse flies home every start. Just has to do that again. Seven Lawrencetown Beach is the third horse I use. Comes in off a layoff. Was racing well prior to the layoff. However, is coming in off a decent qualifier behind Dr. J Hanover. And for that reason, I do use. And I also use Mr. Euroman for a similar reason. And Mr. Euroman also had a better final quarter than Lawrencetown Beach in that qualifier. And he had some decent miles here at the Meadowlands before going on a short layoff uh, at the end of February. Likely unnecessary layoff at that since this horse crawled home in 157 probably some equipment adjustments or something to make this horse could be back in form though first time back three five seven nine now we're on the second leg in hours of eighty five hundred dollar pace in the last five starts we have 10 horses going postward here mike starting with you four deep four deep the one alta leroy i thought was okay last time from the outside post Two back, race well to be second. Lost to Major War, who had a perfect trip. Uh, I'm looking for an, another race for the price. I think this horse will be one. The three, uh, this is another New Zealand horse. Comes off the layoff. Uh, raced in January, shipped here. One qualifier, raced against Great Vintage, Dancing Yankee. Those are top ones. Raced okay. 27, final quarter. Uh, if ready, I'd say this horse you know, probably can beat this bunch. The seven, rocking the house. Um, beat Durant last time uh, prior to that broke and then still almost won against big top Hanover. This horse keeps coming up the class ladder and I'm, I'm going to use that one too. I, I don't think that this horse will be 10 to one. And then the, the 10 cowboy terrier, this is Burke uh, gets Jingra back and, you know, two back blasted numbers of 5,000 stepped up and raced. Okay. Numbers of 8,500. I like the driver switch coming out of fast races. One, three, seven, 10. Rod. I'm three deep here. I'll start with the three. Uh, race well in that qualifier. He he could need one, but he, he was really good in that qualifier. So I, I think he's probably pretty close to ready. Uh, so I'm going to use him. Uh, again, he was in a pretty stout qualifier. So uh, the key is, is he ready right now? Uh the nine, I'm going to use this one, Sam's Triple Crown. Uh, horse raced well on the lead last time, just got a little bit tired, got beat at the wire by a horse that got a perfect trip behind him. Uh, start prior come from way back, start prior to that came from way back and won. So uh, he's in very good form right now. I think he likes to follow cover, and uh, Jimmy Pantaleano is jumping on for tomorrow night. So I'm going to use him at a price. 10, I think, is pretty obvious. Burke and uh, Jingra, this horse has been racing well the last three starts. So uh, even with the outside post, uh, if form continues into tomorrow night, I think he's going to be tough. So 3-9-10. All right. I agree with the 9 and the 10. I just had on the 2. Big game. Now, I'm, now I get to talk about this horse. 
Uh, bad gamer. <laughs> Big game. Bad gamer. Drops down from Dover Downs. Now we're at 10,000. That was after two weeks rest. Tossing that race completely. Two starts back against better. Parked first over. And then before that, chased horses in 27 and change. And one against now we're at 10,000. Back on January 25th off a pocket trip. Point being here, this horse has the ability to perform well. He just hasn't really had the circumstances necessary for him to perform at his best. Could possibly get those circumstances this time around with an inside draw and also a slight drop in class and moving to the bigger track i am then two nine ten nothing else to add on to what rod said third leg of this sequence is race number 10 now there's a five thousand last five starts 10 more lining up here mike for you four deep again another tough race uh i like the five best all week this horse, uh, I was stone cold block last time till late, and then flew to nearly win. Uh, you know, this horse, if it gets any kind of trip, actually the last two races has had has been roughed up and get there. The six work and play hard was parked every step and still won as the favorite. Now steps up. Uh, the three dune dude. This horse drops out of numbers of eighty five. Typically a closer. Uh, really kind of needs a setup, but whenever he wins, usually pays a decent price. So I think could get a setup in here too with a lot of the speed and then the eight rock and roll wildcats. Uh, this is Burke dropping has speed has shown the ability to win at this level in the past. So I think uh, with Jingra should be able to get to the front and maybe, you know, keep on going three, five, six, eight, three, five, six, eight rod. You just don't like the six. <laughs> Basically. Uh, I don't mind the six, but I'm not using uh, I'm going three five eight here. The three just had no chance last time. Raced well though. Uh, tossed the one before that. This horse definitely has a shot. Draws inside. Uh, probably going to take a little bit of play. The five I think is obvious. Nothing really to add to what Mike said there. Uh, and then the eight. I think is obvious. Uh, he does have a breaking issue, but uh, he he looked pretty good last week, and uh, you know Yannick jump, jumps back on. So the key with him is just stay flat. If he stays flat, he's going to be really tough in this field. Three five eight. All right, I agree with the three Dune dude. I feel like he's the one to beat here. I only go too deep, though, in this race. The only other one I throw on is the six, work and play hard. Moves up the class ladder, seems to have been improving in his last three starts and is on an upward trajectory that could pay off decently if he does not go off uh, remotely close to favoritism. Three, six for me in that leg. Final leg, race number 11. Now winners of 8,500 last five starts. Ten more going postward here. Mike, three deep for you. Three deep, but they're all coming out of the same race. Uh, I'm going to use the three, four, and six. The four, Siskel won that race last time at 20 to one off the layoff. If this horse improves, can can certainly win right back. The six big top Hanover was on the front the entire way and got picked off late. I thought raced well and has been racing well in the lead. And then the three spirit of truth comes out of the same race, had the 10 hole, came home 27 and one. Uh, I feel like one of these three are going to win this race. And, and the horses like the five and the 10 are going to take big money. And I'm just really not interested. So three, four, six. Uh, Rod, for you. Uh, I'm only using one of those, actually. I'll start with the two. 
Magic Kobe. Uh, draws inside. He's been drawing mid to outside recently. And uh, last time he left, got a little bit of a shuffle and then pulled first over and just faded late. This is a, a group that I think is kind of just uh, chasing horses right now. And they're kind of in that middle ground. And he's one of them. Uh, he was facing decent horses over at Yonkers. I think he's if he improves just a little bit from from his last start, he's going to be right there. The four, uh, Cisco. I'm going to use him second start off the layoff. Uh, this one definitely has a big chance to win this race. He he should improve off of his last effort, and he won that race. And then uh, the five, Beyond Delight. I'm going to use this one as pedaling second start off a long layoff. This one uh, had the nine hole last time, draws mid-pack this, this week, and uh, he should have some live cover to follow in here if he doesn't decide to leave. So uh, two, four, and five for me. Boldness. What's it good for? More at 11. I'm three deep in this last leg of the pick four, starting with Mr. Truth. The whole truth and nothing but the Mr. Truth. Now, you think that, that that's too many characters for a horse name, and you're correct. I'm totally um, not saying the horse's name correctly. But Mr. Truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help you God, has been racing decently at the Nars of 5,000 level, jumps back up to the 8,500, where four starts ago against the Nars of 8,500. He parked first over and raced decently, finishing ninth. Still came home in 27 flat to do so. Horses in decent form, draws the rail, could get a perfect setup and be in good shot. Be in good shot. Three Spirit of Truth, the second one I use. This horse really popped, shipping in from Freehold, even though he had an outside post, road cover, and flew home to finish third and 27 and change. That's a 54 to 1. Uh, second start out, moves up in class, draws better, could improve under those circumstances. And the five Beyond Delight I also use uh, purely for A, post improvement, and B, second start off the layoff. Seems like the horse just got a mile under his belt last time. Uh, still came home in 27 flat to finish seventh. Uh, should definitely improve, especially moving into this level. Lesser bunch. One, three, five for me in this race, which makes my ticket go as follows. Three, five, seven, nine, with two, nine, ten, with three, six, with one, three, five. Thirty-six dollars for fifty cents. Mikey, your ticket. Five, seven, nine, with one, three, seven, ten, with three, five, six, eight, with three, four, six, it's seventy-two. And Rod. Three, five, seven, nine, with three, nine, ten, with three, five, eight, with two, four, five. 54 bucks. With that said, it's now 11 o'clock, so coming up after North American Harness Update, our expose into baldness and how it might actually be overrated and not as cool as you think. But stick around for that. It's not actually coming up. I made it up. <laughs> Rod, don't ever do that again or I will find you and I will make sure that uh, you, you have no access to the internet and that I delete all of your Facebook accounts and your and your MySpace accounts. I'm gonna delete your RuneScape account. I'm gonna hack your Minecraft, and I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy your house in Minecraft. And so don't do that ever again. That said, I've been ranking solo. I'm not threatening in any way. <laughs> See you next week when there's more racing to talk about that is not right now.